0: Chapter Nineteen of Workhouse Characters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Workhouse Characters by Margaret Nevinson. Chapter Nineteen The Sweep's Legacy. Nineteen Hundred. Most visitors among the poor have come across the person who believes that he has a large fortune kept back from him by the Queen, aided and abetted by the gentlemen of Somerset House and other public offices. I once knew a sweep in Whitechapel who was firmly persuaded that he had a legacy of five hundred pounds in the Bank of England. Yes, lady, if I had my rights, I should not be so poor. My aunt, Lady Cable Knight she married a tip-top nobleman she did left me on her dying bed five hundred pounds in gold the money's in the bank of england i seated there myself on a shelf labelled a a anthony adams but i ain't no scholar and the gentleman behind the counter said I must have a scholar to speak for me the money is there right enough and i've got my aunt's marriage lines so that proves it clear at first i paid little heed to his story but after a time i got fond of the old sweep and began to wonder if i could not help him to obtain his legacy he was a good old man always serene always trustful in the lord though he well knew the pangs of hunger and cold for younger and stronger men were crushing him out of his profession a poor deformed creature lived with him one of those terrible abortions found in the homes of the poor, epileptic, crippled hydrocephalus, whom I took for the son of the house, but on inquiry, I found he was no relation. We were neighbors up George Yard, lady. No, he ain't no son of mine, Halbert ain't he's very afflicted, poor chap, and his own family would have nothing to do with him, so I gave him a ome. the lad don't eat much and the lord will reward me some day if only i had that money though we might live comfortable of course it was strictly against the rules of the buildings for halbert to share the room but even women rent collectors have hearts if you only had some proof of your claim to the money i would try to help you i said one day when the rent had been missed i had noticed the little room getting bearer and shabbier week by week and today, the old man his wife and halbert looked pinched and blue with cold and hunger already i had secretly paid a visit to somerset house to inspect the will of lady cable knight well i've got my aunt's marriage lines doesn't that prove it but the queen she gets old of us poor people's money we've no chance against the rich we're no scholars they never learnt us nothing when i was a boy the man in a paper at that sells whelks in Whitechapel knows all about it, but he's no scholar neither. Touched by the want of scholarship amongst his friends, I put my attainments at his service, and we went together to claim five hundred pounds in gold, labeled A.A., on a shelf in the Bank of England. I half hoped that after the habit of his class the old man would not turn up. But when I got out of the train at Broad Street, our place of rendezvous, I saw him waiting at the corner, cleaned for the occasion, in a strange old swallowtail coat that might have figured at stately court dances when George the Third was king. On his arm he carried a coarse bag of sacking, not quite cleansed from soot. We attracted no small attention as we passed through the city and it was quite a relief when the classic walls of the bank hid us from the vulgar gaze though it was no small ordeal to face the clerks and explain our errand but i suppose those gentlemen are used to monetary claims of this kind and to their eternal honour be it said that they never smiled not even at the production of the sooty marriage certificate by way of establishing our claim when at last we passed out into the roar and glare of the street the bag provided for the spoil empty as before i saw the old man draw his sleeve across his eyes leaving a long sooty trail it's no good ma'am the poor have no chance against the rich i didn't even see the bag marked a a this time most likely the queen and those gentlemen have spent it all long ago but I thank you, lady, all the same. And will you allow me to pay your fare for coming down to speak for me? When his offer was refused, he wrung my hand in silence and then turned eastwards towards his home. I watched him till he disappeared in the crowd, a forlorn and pathetic figure, not without dignity in his strange old world garb. End of chapter 19.